Hi guys, James Wilson-Taylor here for Rock Sound and welcome to another edition of the Rock Sound Podcast, the place where you can hear all our latest interviews and catch up on a few you might have missed. Today's guests from As It Is, we have Patty Walters. The band have just dropped their brand new single, IDGAF. It's available right now on Fearless Records and it is the first taste of their upcoming new album. This will be their first new music since the Great Depression, that huge, huge album that did so well for those guys. We talk a little bit about writing that new record, what to expect from it, recording it remotely all through lockdown between both the UK and the US, how the band have adjusted to some recent lineup changes, and look forward to their return to the live stage, hopefully in the very near future. Uh, As always, you can watch the video of this conversation right now on the Rock Sound YouTube channel. Just head over to YouTube and search for our video call playlist. Uh, In the meantime, let's just get on with it, shall we? Here he is, in his own words, talking new music and so much more. This is Patty Walters. How are you, man? I'm good. That's me. Hi, everybody. Uh, it's nice to it's nice to be doing one of these. I've been watching them for at least a year now in this sort of Zoom format. So here we are. It's my it's my time. It's this your time. It's your time to shine, man. Here we go. Well, I mean, you'll have seen them. We start them off in the same way to say, I hope you, your loved ones, all that, all the bandmates, everything, keeping safe as well as you can in this uh, this mad, mad time. And I guess uh, before we get into the new music that's just kind of come out, just a little bit, I suppose, about... The last year or so, I guess, kind of staying creative. I've seen you kind of popping up, you know, wanting to chill a bit, which is more than makes sense, but also popping up here and there and taking advantage of these Zoom things. I liked the little, you know, remote performances you guys did on a couple of occasions. How was it kind of developing those little moments for the band? Yeah, thanks. Um, Well, yeah, it's nice to see you're doing well. Hope you and all your loved ones are doing all right, too. Um, Yeah, it was was a strange one. I mean, you know, it, it was super fun to begin with, you know, we're just all at home being creative at home. And then you just start to miss everybody. Even the most introverted person in the world started to miss his friends. And that was, that was a funny feeling I had to, I had to, to, to grapple with. Um, but yeah, we did a few sort of, um, virtual online festivals, which was a lot of fun. Um, but behind the scenes, we were busy working on this, this, the single, and I was recording those vocals with this mic right here in this spot in my living room. Uh, we were working with our amazing producer, Zach Jones over zoom and Dropbox respectively, and just piecing the record together. And, uh, this is the first song of, of many more to come. And we're, we're pretty, pretty excited by all of it. Yeah, as you should be, man. And let's let's dive right into that new single, which kind of just dropped as I'm talking to you, really. And uh, big, impactful, big, passionate, big, heavy sound on that first single, which I always love from you guys. I always love when you when it goes that way. Definitely feels like a very natural progression from the Great Depression as well. It definitely feels like a very, very appropriate next step, right? Talk to me a little bit about when that track in particular started to come together for you. That was written, if I'm not wrong, in September or October of 2019. This is oh, one wow. of the the oldest songs that's going to be on this record. Uh, so that means it was before we'd done Ben's final shows. Uh, it, it's It's been, and I think what I said to, to Ronnie um, after, you know, the, the response was so positive. He was like, how are you feeling about everything? I was like, I we'd been sitting on this song for what's nearing two years. And I think if I'd started to doubt the sort of catchiness of, you know, some of the melodies or even just the sort of the heaviness of the subject matter, uh, it would be another story. But this song was just so special. 
Uh, we wrote it with our friend Mike Peppy out in LA and it was, yeah, uh, we've just been sitting on it for so long. And sometimes when you're sitting on stuff and it's only yours, you just spiral and you doubt and you just start to expect the negativity and the feedback and all this stuff. It was just never like that with this song. The only thing I was bracing myself for was people saying like, oh, it's not heavy enough. It's too pop. And everybody's just praising how aggressive this song is. But there's at the same time, like there's not a distorted guitar guitar for like 45 seconds when you turn the song on I was like oh my god everybody's just going to like totally push back against this thing and it was the opposite it was like thank you as it is for keeping it heavy and I was like oh wow I was ready for the opposite but you know it is just sort of the poppiest elements of the band and the most aggressive elements of the band rolled into one and to make that the first glimpse of the record you hear I think can't be a bad thing so yeah it was just you know after what's nearing two years to finally be able to share it with the world that was really exciting that felt good that's so interesting that it was one of the first ones as well because uh, like you say it does kind of wrap up the heavier elements and the popular elements and it's very cathartic as well after this year my god yeah, to have lyrics like that to shout about incredible. but um do you feel like with it being developed back in 2019 was this really the starting point for what the records become i guess how indicative is this of what is to come from you guys in terms of more new music then? It's funny. I think, I think, you know, when we, we released the wounded world first from the great depression and it was one of the very last songs to be written. And I think the reason it felt like the perfect sort of song to introduce everybody to this, this, this new era and all these new changes is because we'd had the entire record written and we said, okay, this is, this is every element of this record in one song. And this is what we're saying. And this is how it sounds. I think it's the exact opposite with I don't give a fuck where this was the first song that was written. It is different, but it's still the same band. Um, let's write a whole bunch of songs that don't sound exactly like this, but just keep this like the sentiment and the core of this song intact because something about this is very special. Man, that's really, really interesting. So then I guess before we get into what might be might be coming soon, or how much you can tell me about it anyway, uh, I guess when you're working on new music, you're always going to reflect a little bit. And we've talked a lot over the Great Depression campaign about how successful it was. And it was a real transitional period for you guys trying some new stuff very successfully, in my view. But when you're going into a new record cycle like this, did you have certain aims? Did you have certain things from that record you wanted to build on or react against? How did what you achieved there play into what we're going to hear now? Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, well, the, thank you for the praise as well. I mean, it's it's. I think it's it's difficult because the Great Depression was such a sort of sentimental record. It, it meant so much to not only as it is fans, but to, to us. And we really pushed ourselves, you know, taking the, the concepts and the sounds and the performances as far as we had ever taken something like that. So it's, it's a little daunting when you start writing new music and conceptualizing a new record. Um, but I think that was why it was important to, you know, this is still an as it is record, but it's not a concept record in the same way that, the Great Depression is, but it's more similar to Never Happy and Okay, where they're thematically, absolutely, there's a concept. And since day one, it's been, you know, the, the same concept that has always resonated with us as sort of lyricists and musicians. And it's just really struggling to make sense of the world around you and the world that's sort of up here. Um, so I think it was equal parts, just sort of, you know, 
uh, taking things in the logical next step from what was such a sentimental record as the Great Depression, but also just sort of returning to the roots of the band, just sort of like, why do we do this? Why do we talk about these themes? Why are we still writing about these themes? You know, it's 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 three records deep. We should be okay up here, but we're still not. Um, and it's more important than ever uh, for for me personally to sort of get the the lyrics and the thoughts out of here and onto sort of pencil and paper and into these songs. That's still one of the things that sort of keeps me here on this earth, I believe. <laughs> Absolutely. I think those themes are more prevalent than ever this year, aren't they? With a a wider audience as well. I think even the last record, I think, probably took on a lot of different meanings for people and a source of comfort as well, which is very, very nice. Of course, yeah. Um, In terms of the new music then, like you said, working a lot on the single, at least over Zoom, a lot of Dropbox things. Was that the general writing setup over the last year? And how have you found that more remote way of working this time? I've personally loved it for the most part. Um, partially because when I am as a vocalist in front of a microphone, trusting somebody else in front of their laptop saying, oh, we've got it, you know, that was the take, uh, or let's only do one or two more. I can sit here, stand up screaming for hours until I know that I am satisfied and I only send over what I believe is like my best. And I think this is cool. Um, It was also wonderful because we were working on American time, so we wouldn't start the sessions till like 4 or 5 p.m. over here. I mean, it did go really late. Like sometimes I'm on call till like 2 or 3 in the morning, you know, working out a demo saying like, no, it's still not there. Just keep going. Um, But it's been a lot of fun. Um, It's very much a 21st century record. It's very much a record that was written in 2020 uh, through the really difficult um, and just sort of challenging times. I mean, the, it when the news first broke about COVID-19, I mean, it was we'd only just gotten back from Australia and Japan. And I thought about just flying out to America uh, because I knew we were booked into the studio and I don't know when I would have come home. It was just it was so unknown at that point. Um, but yeah, no, I, I stuck around here because it felt safe and sensible and we made some songs that I'm so proud of. Uh, and I think partially it's it's just, I don't know if it's just me projecting, but I love how just comfortable I sound on the mic because it's just me either sitting on the couch with my dog next to me or uh, my fiance is in the kitchen and you won't hear it unless you like isolate the vocal, but it's just so cool. There's never ever gonna be another opportunity to do that, at least not in this band at this time. And I just think that's that's really exciting. That makes it worth doing. Yeah, it's funny as well that like, uh, I remember mentioning this when I did one of these with uh, with No Offense, who's, who's kind of the start of his career at the minute. Um, but obviously he had a background in terms of online content and being a big on YouTube and stuff as you did when you started out. Yeah. And I know it's a completely different territory, but that idea of being able to make stuff from home off your own back, that must've made it maybe not easier, but you must've had a mindset going in about, oh, I kind of know how this works in terms of yeah. using this as a workspace. Yeah, I've been pressing record in spacebar recording myself on this laptop on this microphone for years so it it was extremely comfortable um it was never something we'd done towards like a full-length record and the other thing too was the the last like release the band had done had been the reimagined 
stuff for the Great Depression. And that was just me doing exactly the same thing. Uh, granted, some of it was like dressing rooms in Europe or like travel lodges somewhere in Scotland or something, but it was still it was still super portable and super comfortable. Um, yeah. And it probably did make it easier. It made, it made me feel, feel comfortable. And it was cool to just have that sort of like license to make decisions over like every vocal take I did. And I, I loved that personally. It was cool. I mean, it, it took a really long time because that's it is, you know, uh, you're not burning the sort of producer's time. You're only burning your own. And I say like, no, I've got about 200 more vocal takes in me let's just keep going um but i think that stuff is fun so <laughs> yeah there's an advantage there for sure there's definitely Absolutely. an advantage um i want to mention as well before we get into uh, more kind of music making of course there's been a couple of adjustments in the band lineup as we know over the last year and i said this when i did one of these with ben what was really really lovely is that you guys were in that rarest position it was exactly the same with foley as well um you're, you're sending them off with a, a hug and a smile and a handshake and, and you know, emotion and, hey, look at what we achieved. And you must have an appreciation for how rare that is when that happens. That's such a lovely situation. I mean, Ben had a farewell tour, for God's sake. That's such a lovely, lovely thing to be able to do, right? Absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm so psyched for him. I mean, I, I watched the, the interview you did with him. I've listened to everything he's put out and I just sent him all these nice texts. Man, it's just so cool that he's... He's doing something that is truly his and nobody is involved except him. And because he, he, he contributed so many lyrics and often because I'm singing most of them, I get, I get a lot of praise and sometimes it's warranted. Sometimes it isn't. I'm just so psyched. He can, he can finally just do like something that is only his and all the praise is only his. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it is strange uh, to watch people come and go, but it's, it's, yeah, it's so amicable. Um, saying goodbye to Foley was was really difficult. Um, and in a sense, it doesn't feel entirely real yet because we haven't done any sort of shows or made too many plans. But um, all that matters is everybody's happy. And uh, it's just so cool to see your best friends happy. But I mean, yeah, you, you miss some loads, but you just it's what we've all got to do. Uh, so much love to all of them. But yeah, I think it's strange. You know, there's so, there's some it's there's so frequently bad blood in this sort of industry and in this scene when people come and go and that just doesn't seem to be the as it is way for the most part and i love that i want to talk of course about the record so you say idgaf not necessarily how the rest of the record sounds i don't know how much you want to give away here what kind of sounds are we playing with what do you want to talk about in terms of what's to come yeah man i'd love to talk about it i think i think that is sort of the the flag for what the record does sound like yeah there's songs that are more aggressive there's songs that are more pop leaning but that's the sound uh and it made the most sense um and i think it it makes sense uh to talk about I mean, this is the i mean we had ronnie in the studio recording the great depression with us um but this is the first time he's contributing musical ideas and lyrics to the extent that he is um and with me being as introverted as I am, he's the one sort of communicating, keeping these friendships with these songwriters and these producers. And he is so involved in ways that I am just absolutely not. And he has been like inv invaluable in that process. But it's just it's so cool uh, bringing in one of your best friends, one of your brothers and just getting him involved in something we've been doing for such a long time. Um but just keeping it fresh and just embracing new sounds and new sort of lyrical directions. But um, it's exciting that people still 
think and feel like this is just who as it is has always been because that's certainly how I feel but I just didn't know how that was going to go so that was that was extremely uh nice to see yeah I'm sure lots more to come and again I don't know how much we're allowed to say but when do you think fans might get a m- more of a taste of uh, of where as it is is going next uh it'll be it'll be later this year absolutely um I would love uh, if we could release at least one more song before the end of the summer. Um, so that would be be my hope. And we know what song that's going to be. Uh, I don't know if that'll have a music video or not, but we're, we're, we're scheming up some, some cool stuff all the time. So um, it won't be too long before people have heard another little something off the record for sure. Can we, can we tease the vibe of what that song might be without giving away any titles or anything? What's the vibe? Let me see. Let me see. Let me think about this. How can I communicate this? This one is, oh, damn. I don't know. It's, it's, what can I say about this song? It's the impossible question, isn't it? Give it away without giving it away, Pat. You know what, you know, you know, what's a really good release of ours to compare it to is when, when, when we put together Soap 2020 um, that we released last year uh, as part of the virtual festivals and stuff. I think that was directly inspired by what comes next so if you like that more of that is coming soon that's what i think that's a very good way of teasing it i like that a lot thank you very good um i want to talk live plans obviously they are what they are at the minute we're still not quite out of the woods yet but we're looking hopeful shows seem to be on the horizon i would imagine when you've got a load of new songs in your pocket like this you must be not only desperate to get out there and play them on stage but surely the ideas are ticking about what this next tour may start to look like when it happens yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'm, it's funny um, because I haven't felt like this in a while. It's sort of reminiscent of when you're sort of 12 years old and you're listening to your favorite record on CD or cassette or whatever, and you're just sort of imagining you're up there on this stage because performing is, it, it feels that far away right now where I'm like, I don't know the first time we're going to perform these songs. The record might be out the first time we perform these songs. It is just so strange and impossible to predict right now. But I feel like I'm just sort of like living the show in my head every single day. And I hope that turns into something really cool because I've thought about it so much every single day. Now, granted, I think the thing that needs the most work is I'm going to have to start investing and exercising and doing cardio again, because it's been a while Uh, when you play shows as frequently as we all sort of used to. you know, you can get through 30 to 60 minutes and it's pretty easy. Now, I don't know if I could get through even this first song uh, without just sort of collapsing in a ball on the ground saying, sorry, guys, I have to catch my breath for the next 15 minutes. You guys just have to wait. Uh, that is going to require a lot of work that I'm not ready to, to start doing. But uh, yeah, we'll 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 get there. I'm sure it's the price we all pay, is it not? Uh, Patty, it's always an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Congrats again on the new single. We look forward to new music. And like we say, we cannot wait to see you back on stage whenever that's allowed. We're hoping sooner rather than later, but uh, take care of yourself till then, all right? Thank you so much. Cheers. 
thanks again to Patty for chatting to us. Like I say, IDGAF is available right now, and you can watch the video of that conversation over on the Rock Sound YouTube channel. Make sure you hit subscribe now to the Rock Sound podcast. We're available on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music, SoundCloud, you know the drill, all the places where you get your podcasts. We'll be back very soon with a brand new episode and a new interview. Until then, I've been James Wilson-Taylor, and thank you for listening to the Rock Sound podcast. <laughs>